Live from the 607, it's the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, where we're talking movies, TV, comics, and more. Join in the conversation on our social media with the hashtag ODPH, because here we go. Let me, let me let him back then a little blah, I can't talk. Let me let him into the live room. Hello. 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 Now I can hear them all. Yeah, now we're good. Yeah, yeah we all did right, it. Now we can hear. It was weird. Yeah, we couldn't hear you for a second. Yeah, like all of a sudden the music hit and then just black. Damn so it. we are here. I blame Freddie Mercury. On, first time streamers, so let's have some fun with this. And congratulations on crushing the goal too, Nick. Yeah. Thank you guys. Absolutely amazing. Amazing. Very, very Thank much. Let's be a part of this too. Thank you guys. You guys are so you guys are officially the last guest for the 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 2020 live stream for the cure. Um, so let's take a moment. Let everybody go around and um, introduce all of yourselves because you guys do a, like a, a fuck ton of shows. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys could just all introduce yourselves and, uh, and and what it is that you guys do. Okay. Well, I guess I'll start. My name is Ken. I'm the host of the ODPH podcast, better known as the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. And each week we talk uh, parlay of topics, sports, music, movies, TV, comics, and more. Um, and that's what we do. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, my name is Rich. I am the uh, host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. Uh, we uh, we also have a wrestling show that is also on our channel. Uh, we do both every week. Uh, anywhere you can find podcasts by Three Fat Nerds or 8122productions.com for all information. And hello, everybody out there in Cyberland. My name is Tom. I am the Off the Cuff Gamer. You can find me at youtube.com slash off the cuff gaming. I feature games every single week. I play through the story, and when I'm playing through, you get an honest, real reaction, uncut, unedited, uncensored, right in your face. Excellent. And gentlemen, welcome, as I said, to the live stream for The Cure. And uh, we've got some fun stuff playing. We've got some fun stuff uh, surrounding video game movies. Yeah. And we lost audio. We lost the audio again. <laughs> check, I'm check, not sure sound what check. What's going on here? I can hear him. I can hear him. I can hear myself, but I can't hear either you or Dan. Damn yeah. it! Isn't that something? I don't know. Yeah, for Science. some reason, for some reason, the audio went out again. Maybe we, That's maybe we could all hold up yeah. plaques or signs and everything's plugged in. Communicate, mm-hmm. uh, communicate uh, with the. Uh, was touched with with yeah. with whatever. Everything was good, and then it went. Well. Hmm. Uh, let me try to um, let me try to switch over to the green. Well, you guys can't hear me. Oh, can but... we do this whole stream with charades? Yes. <laughs> At this stage, I mean, yes. maybe. Yeah. Maybe charades. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, hang on, hang on one sec, guys. Hang on. Well, they can't hear me. I don't know why I'm talking. See, to this them, but... is why my channel's always unedited and unscripted because I don't have to worry about. This well, like stuff. I say, we're first time streamers on this, but still, yes. it's just very odd because we hear and then gone. And then it goes. Yes. Oh, there, 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 you you there we go. So, can you guys hear me in the green room? I can hear you. We right can now. hear you in the in the live room. We can oh. hear you right now. If you're talking, I can hear you now. If you're switched over to green room audio, we can this hear you. is the case. If that's what it is, I don't know. But we can hear you now. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes. I can yes. hear you now. Okay, so I have the microphone muted in the green room, uh, but I have the microphone unmuted in the live room. So I'm uh, gonna stay over there, and then if for whatever reason you guys cut out again, I'm just gonna unmute that microphone and see if you guys can hear me there. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds yeah, good. Sounds good. Perfect. We can hear you now. All the technical difficulties we could ask for. <laughs> Figure if it's got to be, you know, at the end of the show, we got to absolutely make a mess of it. So, God. 
Damn it. But uh, gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the live stream for The Cure. We've got some fun stuff planned. Uh, talking about video games and video game movies specifically. So uh, whoever wants to kick off uh, what we're going to be doing. All right. Well, we'll let the uh, gamer in the room kick us off with the worst video game films. So, Tom. Oh, that would be me. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah. So, the whole idea is uh, with everybody here, since we've got uh, movie guy and comic book guy and video game guy, we decided to take the love of all the genres, put them together. And that's why we're talking about video game movies, the worst video game movies. So, we're going to do it in the uh, top worst five format. We're all going to say our five, four, three, two, and one. And uh, so that way we don't stealing anybody else's thunder. And I'm going to start off with Street Fighter is number five. Worst. <laughs> Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. Jean-Claude oh, is okay, okay in my book. I'm going to go for the terrible quote unquote sequel slash reboot slash. Hey, did you get that girl from Smallville? Yeah, that's right. That started that had Kristen Crook in it, didn't it? Oh, my yes, God. Yes, it did. And oh. then the other hard uh, pill to swallow if you remember her her master her sensei in that was actually was the actor robin show who you saw as Liu kang in the mortal Kombat series wow yeah. <laughs> deep dived on that so that's my number five for worst video game movie uh, all right well i guess i'll go with my number five and my number five similar but i i did not give jean-claude van damme the pass so it's just street fighter it's the first one uh, it's just, I don't know. Uh, Aldo Raul Julia is the man and it was his last role. Hell yeah. It was just a tough watch. Uh, definitely with all the retconning of what they wanted to do with everybody in that movie. I, I just couldn't, couldn't stay into it. So yeah, it's my number five. <laughs> that was also my number five too. And I, I'm sorry, Jean-Claude Van Damme doing Jean-Claude Van Damme things usually is a win, you know, for that time period. But this one was just an absolute train wreck and especially Raul Julia for his last role. Absolutely was overacting this one completely. Was given the one-liners though, about like you know, me coming to your village was the greatest moment of your life. For it was Tuesday. Oh, like, that line is so good. Stuff. I mean, so it's just pure '90s mess. But still, I mean, just enough to come in at number five. Well, even though I disagree with them as far as well, I agree with the Street Fighter. I still have no problem going up that river and kicking Bison's ass. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, they want us to go home. Oh my I'll god. Kick his ass. <laughs> So going back around, we're going to go to number four. Now I have to apologize uh, to the other half of the Ocho Duro pads. Padawan J, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to say it's one of my favorite video game franchises, the Ratchet and Clank movie. And he I also so apologize to my wife because I drug her out to go and see this movie. Now, I've always been a longtime fan of the Ratchet and Clank franchise on every single uh, PlayStation format possible. All I wanted to do was wait for the whole movie for the rhino weapon to show up to rip you a new one. And it was in the last five minutes. And, you know, if they were going to try and reboot the whole franchise using this movie as the catalyst, they did it all sorts of wrong. It was beautiful. James Arnold Taylor did a wonderful job, you know, doing the voice of Ratchet. You know, he does a great Obi-Wan on Clone Wars, but it's his natural voice for Ratchet. And it just it just didn't stick for me. Yeah, I, uh, I I have a different one, of course. Uh, my number four is actually uh, going to be the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, no oh, matter how much Bob God Haskins can join in, uh, it's just bad. It's just bad. John Leguizamo can't even save that movie. Uh, oh, my co-host I think we, is we might have the same you. list. Really? We have the same list? Because that was your number four? Yeah, because, all right, I don't even understand what that was supposed to be. If it's supposed to be a video game parody or whatever. But the fact you got Dennis Hopper running around talking about fungus for an hour and plus minutes, 
the entire film, and especially they're on what a forty million dollar budget, or that's how much they made. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just absolutely all over the place. Especially, it's a simple game. Why are we like trying to make this way over the top? And especially that was like the real first video game film too. It really was. Funny story about that. I did meet Dennis Hopper years later. Did you ask him about this role? I I wanted a decent tip at my table, and I said, "Hey, Papa Joe," <laughs> and I went for the Waterworld reference. Thank you yeah, so so much to our <laughs> our very very own god of podcasting himself, uh, Loy Sauce. People want the sauce. That guy. Uh, thank you so much. One hundred dollar donation in honor of Theodore F. Smith. Thank you so much, Loy Sauce. Thank Love you, you buddy. Thank you. Kick Gerald in the dick for me when you see him. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, my number three is on these gentlemen's coattails. I'm actually going to say the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, just because I, I, it's for me, it's a little more worse. Uh, I mean, we still have two more to go, but the idea of what the hell was Yoshi? Why did we Ugh. have to do two dimensions? Um, the, the, you know, it was. It. Oh. <laughs> That's an easy <laughs> way to describe the it. The only good thing, the only good thing about that movie was uh, the end. <laughs> when the credits hit. the credits the, yeah, credits. the credits started the credits yeah it's yeah. oh god that movie is excruciating hey, you got to give it credit it was in focus <laughs> anyways uh my, my number uh my number three movie it was in focus also but it was not better and it's, it is an appearance by uh the rock even because it's doom oh wow uh, you know you so much work you could do with a doom movie and that's the best we got was right. you know that 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 fantastic film I couldn't even pull that, myself uh, to watch that. No, I, I, like the fact they even tried doing that as a game, and let alone it was that. Yeah, like, and I, I, I've never watched the sequel that is on Netflix just because. Yeah, no, there's a sequel. I didn't there even know there was a sequel. There's a sequel on Netflix currently. So sorry, oh, sorry about goodness. that. But Doom is my number three. That is awful. So my number three is a sequel, and it is the Mortal Kombat Annihilation sequel. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly Nick. i feel, I mean, I feel sick you, don't worry it's coming back in someone else's list <laughs> oh yeah but let alone the first one maybe you could say was passable maybe I'll, I'll i'll stretch maybe but this one it was like where are we even going underground tunnels the whatever the fight scenes i mean the cgi and that I, I i've seen music videos better and it's just all over the damn place and it, it like where do you even go just no plot no nothing and yeah kill the franchise <laughs> yeah i agree with you that was it was horrible <laughs> but you know uh machinima did have a really good try to do a comeback by doing their whole mortal Kombat series on their channel as well you can actually pick it up now at uh like walmart in the five dollar bin the whole i think they did eight hours like a tv series willingly of willingly and it wasn't that bad you're a braver man than I. This this killed it for me. Well, again, we Machinima has done some good stuff, and more often it's fits fits with them. So my number two actually is going off that. It's Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Um, <laughs> I do believe that for me, it, it the original Mortal Kombat was one of the better video game movies, especially considering the time where we were. You know, video games trying to do the transition into the mass media. It it was a big thing i think they did it well they got a lot of great martial artists to come in i mean they had world record holding uh you know do score uh, champions who were scorpion and reptile yes reptile cgi needed some work but when you're talking about what they tried to do of shoving mortal Kombat 
3 and Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 into that Annihilation movie, it was terrible. Um, the acting uh, by, oh man, I can't remember his name. The guy who plays Shao Kahn was so, so, I'm a big guy. I'm going to say these words. This is it. Hi. I will kill you, Liu Kang. Oh and my we're not God. Even gonna, and then the whole animality, like that's shit CGI if I ever saw it. You oh. know, when Jack said, man, I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. I don't know if he was talking about the production of the movie or what the hell was going on <laughs> on screen. You know, he's probably, yeah, he's probably talking to the director. So, uh, yeah, that I think it was its own fourth wall break that he didn't intentionally do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a rough watch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my number two, changing it up though. My number two is actually alone in the dark. Uh, never has there been a time where you could probably have made from the source material, you could have probably made a, 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 at least a really good movie and it just underscored on everything. It was confusing. It didn't look good. It, I mean, you get to the end and you're just like, and, and that's how this ends. Mm-hmm. This, this is the end of the movie. We, we just watched, uh, you know, basically this whole time and this is what we get. This is our reward. Yeah, no. Uh, Alone in the Dark is my number two. There's there's only one movie worse, in my opinion, but we'll get to that in a second. What's your number two, Ken? Oh, my number two is, in it's 90s gold, Double Dragon. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate, what the fuck was this? Because you take the simple concept, it's the two brothers fighting the evil crime boss, and we're just now adding all this mystic element to it, and there's what the big uh, bad was supposed to be Balrog and they wind up turning him into a steroided toxic Avenger. And it, it, it's just so all over the place of like what it was supposed to be. And even like Robert Patrick couldn't even save this and absolutely was trying to cheese up. I think he was like looking for a way out after he signed up for this. Cause it was just so like, I I just don't even get how you do it. It was like car you in one scene, cause it was supposed to be the future and like, uh new new los angeles yeah in 2007 and they're fueling cars by paper like it was just so out there it was like what how is this even resembling a game so the only two good things in that movie uh, Alyssa milano yeah. <laughs> no. did you see by the way yeah. by the way what what, what she was she i'm blocking this out for a certain reason what, that what was, was about she, it. What was she wearing? <laughs> that green like ringer shirt. Weird, they, she had those weird, like, cut-off pants that had, or they were shorts, and they had pants underneath them. I, I, it was a strange I'm sorry, you're outfit. saying something? I'm still thinking of this. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she couldn't even say that. That No, the butch haircut just, didn't help, but, you know. But the bleach blonde, yeah. There was nothing savable about this. There's nothing. Nothing. Yeah, and then wasn't the guy who played a Bobo? Um, oh, that's it, the guy's name. I keep yeah, it was a Bobo. Um he was also the toxic avenger yes gary on um the weird science usa tv series yeah yeah they 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 steroided him out yeah that was like steroids on a whole different level oh god i mean seriously he looked like a walking he looked like shit he he looked like a muscled out version of what's his name from a big trouble in little china before he blew up yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean yeah I didn't understand they were trying to be like copying the video game, but how you even like what game is that? No, it it was it was bad. I mean, the only good thing that came out of Double Dragon after that fact was the UPN cartoon series. Um, had a great theme song and everything, but that's a whole different podcast. 
So my number one, believe it or not, is the Double Dragon movie for all the reasons that we've talked about already. I was gonna say, let me just jump in. My that's also my number one. Yes, I'd seen in the chat earlier when we were mentioning some other ones. They're like Double Dragon. No, no, Double Dragon's number one. It's the yeah. worst. So I just might as well piggyback on yours because we just uh, have been talking about it. Here. Again, still no problem with Lift Milano right about here. <laughs> other than that, <laughs> come on. I mean, I was telling these guys we 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 had a little uh, pregame lunch here. I remember I spent $6 on that movie on pay-per-view when I was a kid to watch it because my dad refused to take me to the Wow, the I love it. You know? <laughs> oh my God. There I was watching it on my big, huge console box TV sitting in the middle of the living room in Philadelphia watching Double Dragon. That's amazing. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we went on. I mean, I mean, the only saving, you know, I mean, it had Scott Wolf. Ah. <sighs> That's, it, I don't even know if that was saving. That's not but saving. It, that was like throwing an anchor in that but ocean. It had Robert Patrick in it, like, and he, he yeah. you know, fresh, you know, fresh off of you know some T two action. So you you figure that you know you can't get a better villain, and then yeah, I mean, wow. it had Mark Dacascus, who only became really popular thirty years later. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess there's a silver lining for him. At least that wasn't his legacy. At least he had a better <laughs> legacy than uh, Double Dragon. Oh, uh, also, God. if you want to do yourself, you can actually find the incomplete movie on youtube for free oh yeah nobody's ever stricken it down why? and also well i wonder why because nobody's watching it <laughs> also if you don't want to put yourself through that just watch the trailer the trailer tells you everything mm -hmm. by the way uh, they power the city by kids riding bicycles i don't know if you remember that part of it that's part of the, i just remember the papers that's part the of cars. the that's part of how they power the give electricity because that's how Alyssa milano helps them out is she stops yeah. them from pedaling so the city's power goes down a little bit so they're able to infiltrate the uh the last part it's so bad and the only reason i remember part of this is like that's how bad this movie is is it's steered into my head like either really good movies are seared in or really bad ones double dragons i haven't i haven't i honestly haven't seen this movie in probably 20 years <laughs> and i'm telling you it's 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 just seared there there's it's, it lives there forever i tried doing a rewatch i couldn't yeah. like i just i had to turn it off you're, you're I, I think i that. watched it uh one time when i was on watch that was about it yeah yeah we were we were stuck on base and that was it. We, uh, I was that bored and, and yeah, pizza and do, do, uh huh. Yeah, I don't. My number one though was Alone in the Dark. Uh, oh, such a bad movie. oh yeah, but the director Yui Bull, he has like the track record for bad video game movies: Blood Rain, House of the Dead, In the Name of the King. He his track record goes on, but this is the creme de la creme of you know his dumpster fire. I actually know who likes In the Name of the King. Really, I married her. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, Mrs. Tom, I have... Nah, I'm not talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, I've, I've, I've talked about this before, but Yui Bull, and we're going to use the uh, the podcast term allegedly. Allegedly, uh, the reason why he makes such historically bad movies is because the German government at the time was paying a ton of money to do production on films over there. So all the bombs that he made, actually, he made out in cash uh, from the government to film films there. So he pulled a Leo so, Bloom yeah, and did a producer. Yeah, so that's that's basically where it was. His heart was never in the game. So if you're you're not really if you're not attached to the source material, you're not going to probably do the best job possible. So it's uh, that's where that really falls in. So and that definitely showed here. Cause... Although although I am criticizing him and he does offer critics to come box him, I will take that <laughs> offer anytime he wants to fly me to Germany. Just going <laughs> to throw that out there. I will box Uwe Bull. Why the fuck not? <laughs> all right i think that'll be a better film than this because probably i couldn't even figure oh out what was God. going on like it was supposed to be like the detective mystery but everything with like the dialogue was just atrocious oh yeah it was a steven dorf i didn't even know what he was doing in the film yeah he was just kind of hanging out 
by the, by the way, I know Ken listened to this and I'll, I'll shameless plug this for our patrons, uh, patreon.com slash eight, one, two, two productions. We actually, uh, have a, I love movie show with our guy, uh, with our movie guy, Ron. And, uh, he covered, uh, the very first, no second episode. It was the second episode he covered, uh, alone in the dark and that was enough of coverage i didn't rewatch it i just was there in the room and uh hearing him recover it i was like Oof, glad i never rewatched it yeah, he's a braver soul than i because yes. yeah this one is just bad nick do you have a, a favorite or dare i say what is your worst video game film of all time i gotta drop some love for wonder soul over in the chat because there's no no resident evils no prince of persia or anything um i would probably and it's only because i i, I absolutely adore the resident evil series so much that um, it's I take your pick of literally Resident Evil four through six, probably five, just because five was the one that they were like, what Resident Evil characters haven't we used in a, in a movie yet? Uh, let's throw a Leon in there. Let's throw a Barry in there. Um, contextually, for no reason, they're just these other characters we're going to chuck in the movie, and they're so so poorly edited and so poorly shot. There's like twenty cuts a second uh, in every action <laughs> sequence. It's like I'm gonna like. Bu- Pulling up and aiming a gun is like 14 different camera cuts. It's it's nauseating to watch. It's got, I, I will say Resident Evil 5, just to put one of those pieces of shit at the top of the mountain where it belongs, because, oh, my God. Big Ugh. shout out there to Wonder Soul. He's one of our biggest uh, cheerleaders for everybody out there who's a content creator. We we really love everything that he does. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't put Prince of Persia on because I actually didn't see it. So it I don't, don't want to try to fake it. No, Man. but I, I just I couldn't pull it. Like I'm sorry. No, I just I, I'm just gonna say the the field is so deep. Yeah, of bad movies. It's it, it would have been harder to come up with a list of the top five best movies because there would have been a lot more controversy. I mean, come on, the field is so deep. Like you said, you could have listed numerous am- amounts of Resident Evil movies. You know, Prince of Persia could have been in there easily. Mm-hmm. You know, the Assassin's Creed movie wasn't very good either. Uh, you know, and then you have the Made for TV and all the you know. So like the list, but I mean, let's be honest. Double Dragon is probably the lowest cinematic form you could go in any movie. I mean, Alone in the Dark is, is yeah, it's up there. It's like one A one B with me, but I like I gave the, the slight edge to alone in the dark because at least like double dragon i actually kind of had an idea something was going on alone in the dark i was lost double dragons that kind of yeah double dragons that that kind of i mean and that's what hollywood always wants to do with video game movies and super mario brothers is another one where it just it it takes something simple and then it well it's like you guys mentioned it they throw the mystical elements into it there's kids riding bicycles and powering things and it's like but it's it's double dragon is very simple it's the kid the crime boss the gang kidnaps the girl they got to fight through a whole bunch of guys to get to her. That should be a an absolute like ninety minute slugfest. Like you could make this movie like in the mid eighties with like a big burly action star and make it like this amazing just action masterpiece. But you know they have to try to overcomplicate things because Hollywood still even today they just don't get video games. And could you imagine Dolph Lundgren as a Bobo? <laughs> <laughs> now i need to see that <laughs> oh i there. mean he kind of played that character in expendables what three well how does this work how does this work <laughs> oh geez oh. so on the flip to it we're we're gonna do a little uh fan casting kind of deal we're gonna talk about video games that should be made into movies and i know we've really ran the whole field around here so my number five all right, is going to be and and the two my four and my four and five can be kind of connected because there's some they're from the same company, um, but my number five is Bayonetta. I would love to get a Bayonetta prequel movie. Hmm. Okay, fair fair enough. 
if I have to rate a number five, my number five is because I think it would be harder to do live action, but you never know nowadays. Is actually, and it's also because I'm a huge fan, Mega Man. Oh, that's oh, that'll I'd come back a, up on my list. I was gonna say it's coming back up on your list. I'm a huge Mega Man fan. The reason I put it at five and not higher was because logistically I'm trying to figure out how this works. But uh, yeah, a live action a Mega Man movie would be great. I've just been a huge fan. And I think life. we talked about that in in our chat. Yeah. There was a fan film done in like 2010. Yeah, it was terrible. But yeah, still, but I'm I talking about credit. a real budgeted movie. Uh, I, I would like to see Mega Man. My number five was the Metal Gear Metal uh, Metal Gear series. Because it's just pretty much Solid Snake looking for Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. And nowhere what time frame you want to do it. And in fact, put Chris Hemsworth in there. Because if you've seen Extraction on Netflix, that's pretty much what the movie would be. Yep. Just a little more scientific involved. I would go with his younger brother, though. Yeah, you could see, too. Because he's done see the Expendables. Him, his, his, his facial structure actually, you know, looks a little bit more like Snake. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing is, like, who would we cast for some of these roles? Like, yeah. Mega, Mega Man would be... Mega Man's a tough one. You got to get a babyface actor. I was thinking maybe um, this is going to show my, my Disney esque side, but like Boo Boo Stewart. Yeah, he was okay. in the Descendants. He's also been my fan cast uh, person. If they ever followed through with the Power Ranger series, he would have made a great Tommy uh, from the 2017 movie. So, number four, like, uh, you know, going in the same line of Bayonetta would be Devil May Cry. Yes. That would be. Yes. A- it's a good one that's and and the best part is you could actually as long as we skip the second game like we we can really glance over that if you did devil may cry one three four and five and the best part is johnny young bosch who voices um nero is an amazing martial artist and those of you who are old video you know old power rangers fans he was the adam the second black power ranger the green first green turbo ranger uh, and the green zeo ranger four i mean he could do he literally do his own stunts that's you know he's uh, and any anime fans you should know his name already but i think he would make an unbelievable version of virgil who we get to play dante is a very different story and you know other characters like lady and amy that's it's you have to find that's where the disconnect is in these video game movies because we're not finding a lot of people are going to say well that doesn't look like the person who who you see on screen you know at what point do we get the fan base to say hey this is what we got go with it and roll with it because i mean it's like the sonic movie sonic movie was was great for what it was sega listened they went back they retooled everything Mm. you know i went out and spent money to go see sonic because they did it right and that's where a lot of these new production companies when they do make these movies have to pay attention to the source material as best as they possibly can. Still uh, baffles four, me that, so um, Oh, sorry, Nick. Yeah, oh, I was, I was just going to say, it's, it still baffles me that Sega had a hand in producing that film. And then yet when they, when they took back, like whoever, whoever came up with that, with that initial design, you know, took it and all those producers, everybody at Sega had to have looked at it and they had to have given it an approval at some point. And then like who, why, ever thought that that would work or would be a good idea why it why <laughs> can, can we get a snyder uh, cut of the uh, original sonic i mean <laughs> I, I i just want to point this out though about the the whole thing with sega anybody who had uh, any questions about that if you're a wrestling fan and you try to play 2k uh ww 2k 20 this year you need that answers all the questions <laughs> you know there sometimes things get through uh a and r over there obviously <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not exactly not cut pretty. and dry yeah. unfortunately 
with with my number four, I, I I this is lower on the list, although I would like to see it as a movie because I do realize that it is a show on Netflix and I enjoy the show, but it is animated. Uh, and that, of course, is Castlevania. I think that that would be an awesome movie to see in this a live action cinematic form. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I just put it a little lower on my list. It would be higher because obviously the show is so good. I do enjoy the show. Uh, but I, I would love to see that on the big screen. And listen, you could cast like in that movie. Talk about casting. The world is your oyster. Oh, yeah. Like you could cast literally anybody for some. You can cast some of the voice actors from the show oh, yeah. in their live action. Oh, that, that, I mean, that show has a, an amazing list of ro- uh, amazing roster. Sorry, behind it. But even if you wanted to go a step further and, and, and list and list some Hollywood A actors, that is the kind of movie where you could see somebody, you know, like a uh, uh, off the top of my head, you, you, you I would maybe cast uh, what's his name? Channing Tatum. Yep. You could cast him in one of the baby face roles because look at him. I mean, the guy, it, it would be a fitting role. So that, that, that movie cast itself. Yeah, he, easy he could play a Simon Belmont. Easy. And I would love to see that. And I would dare say that you might even push the envelope, make that an R-rated film. Just because I think that that's, it would, it's, the content is so good. I could always see Ryan Reynolds playing Simon Belmont. I don't know why, but I could just kind of see him doing yeah, it, especially yeah. if you do like the 80s version where I know like, you know, throwing back to the cartoon of Captain N. Yeah. And the, and <laughs> what you know, do you mean? <laughs> exactly. Like who else could ham it up like that? I mean, he does it on Deadpool in his sleep. So I think that would be perfect cast. No, I, 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 like I said, that's an easy cast film because you could put anybody in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. My number four, I went to the Ninja Gaiden series. Oh, taking yeah, it back ooh. to the story of Ryu Hayabusa and his you know simple revenge story turns into this global mystic martial arts film. Could definitely see him going a lot of different places with it, and especially like we really haven't seen a, like a really good kung fu movie in like a really long time to really get the push. And I could see uh, Simeon Liu, who is going to be playing Shang Chi, yeah. oh man, as him. He seems so good. Have you ever watched him on King's Kim's Convenience? Yes. Freaking hilarious show. Right. So I mean, they can do so many different elements with that with the character too. And like I said, I see him perfectly as Ryu. Now, with your Ninja Gaiden, would we be talking more the NES version or the PlayStation uh, Two version? Because I was more of a fan of that huge uh, movie kind of feel and the grind that you got with the PlayStation version. It felt like a more fleshed out story than just run, jump, flip. Ninja yeah, I, I'm thinking like the more of the Xbox, which I think is the same version. Yeah, you're talking the black version. Yeah, yeah. I think that one would really light up the screen. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm going to, on the spot, change up here um, based on what we we're all saying. So my number two is going to be the Mega Man franchise. So big shout out to my buddy Rob Man, um, who is my mega brother from another mother up in Canada. Uh, the Mega Man franchise has long been a game that is close to my heart, almost to the point that I've got almost got the arm cannon tattooed on my arm at one point in my early 20s, and I didn't make that choice. But Mega Man, you know, the whole franchise, not counting Battle Network, Star Force, or any of that, literally runs over 300 years almost between the classic franchise to the X franchise to the Z French to the Zero franchise to the ZX franchise. There is tons of stories to be able to write on that. As long as they skip the Mega Man X4 cutscene of Zero going, what am I fighting for? It is a, a, an amazing game series. Um, it is, would be, the hard part would be trying to do games like Mega Man. If you did every, if you did one of the class branches, if you did Mega Man 1, Mega Man 3, Mega Man 5 and 6, go to 8, and then come back at 10, you could do the classics because those have the most cohesive storylines that you could flow through. Going to the X series, X stands alone as itself. Uh, Magma Dragoon could be so big that he could get his own backstory and a whole like uh, side prequel Blu-ray exclusive. 
then when you get into the zero series how he was rebuilt and how it's you know hardcore gamers still consider one of the hardest games out there to this day it it has a real good redemption story and, and trying to realize who's oneself is and how real am I? And then the ZX series, you know, just to see how civilization has changed. I could go on forever about just the Mega Man franchise in general as, as an unbelievable movie series. I could see an easy seven movies out of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're on number two already. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, for number two, because I always think it was, uh, it, it lends itself. And I know you've said it earlier and I know there's a series that's uh, out there for Metal Gear Solid. But I, I really think a live action Metal Gear Solid, I mean, it is that is geared to be a movie. I mean, you don't have to really do much script writing. Just take a look at the story that's already there and the cutscenes, and you can pretty much make a movie. I know some people have pissed, pieced together the cutscenes on online, and it kind of shows you the little bit of a movie that it mm-hmm. is. So, I mean, in theory, I mean, it is it lends itself. I think that movie is just ready to go. So that's why I would pick it. And there's just so many great choices. Another one of those that's an easy to cast movie because you just have to, you know, you just insert a, you know, a list celebrity here and you have a cast. Yep. Fair enough. Next on my list is God of War. I think that that series of, you know, Kratos just going through, taking on every single Greek, myth, you know, mythical God he can do and just make it completely bananas action. Put the rock in it. Let him go. Give him something away from the Fast and Furious, you know, genre, shall we say? Because we all know that's going to end up in space. Give, let him go crazy with this one. That's my pick. All right, you're up, Tom. All right. So my number one is actually your number two is is God of War. Um, it has an unbelievable story. I mean, you go through every single game. You know, this is one of those ones where you could even start the film off in the new PlayStation Four version. Do a little bit of that. And then pull a Boondock Saints and go back to the first God of War uh, game, as it was. I mean, there, there. I have a funny story about God of War too. When it just came out, my uh, wife had just left me. Uh, number one, number two. Hi, honey, I love you. Uh, <laughs> but when number one had left me, uh, I, I used it as a sad excuse. I was home. I was bummed all night. I, I'm depressed. And to be honest, I actually played God of War two for 13 hours straight. <laughs> But it, it, God of War would lend itself to a great franchise. Other things about it is that if you did get somebody like Lionsgate behind it, because I think they really do those fantastic, you know, fantasy movies so well. Um, little cheese to it, and I'm okay with that. As long as you could get Christopher Judge, you know, the if you remember him, he was Teal from the Star Stargate series, and uh, TC Carson. We got, got a $10 donation from the real brick Tamland. Uh said, uh, hello, Ken. Hello, Mike. And uh, yeah, $10 donation. Thank you very much. Thank you. So going on about, you know, get Christopher Judge to come in and do a cameo on top of it. We can get T uh, TC Carson to also who did the voice. They both did the voice of Kratos at some point. The, the question is, is again, it's trying to take what's on the screen and take it to the big screen. Who would you cast as, kratos for that because he's a very distinctive look you know uh, how do you that that's where my hard part is but i could definitely see if we did the god of war franchise as as movies three maybe four out of it okay uh mine is because i'm i'm let's be honest i am a super huge nintendo fan so my number one is metroid 
Oh, uh, I'm a huge fan of Metroid. Of I love the game. Uh, it has a great story. Let's yeah. be honest. I mean, and, and, and when you're talking about uh, All Out, I can't believe it hasn't been gobbled up yet because of the, you know, when everybody's looking for something that has, like, inclusion. I mean, you have one of the greatest female heroes of all time. Wait, Samus is guy. a woman? Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, one of the greatest female heroes of all time in, in, a, in a game. I think that that would be great for the screen. I think that, that you, you, you could have a kick-ass, uh, it, it's all over the place. I mean, you have aliens, you have, you know, robots, you have, you know, mecha armor, you have shooting. Like, that is a big budget action movie just waiting to be made, like I said, and there's a story there. Now, on that, would you do uh, the Nintendo and Super Nintendo versions, or would you go full prime on that and do that whole series? Ooh, that's a tough one. Because I could see going either way. If you wanted a long franchise, you go prime. But I think I would start with the backstory. Or could you start with the prime and then use the other as a backstory? Kind of like how I said. Yeah, kind of had to go flip all the other way around. Yeah. yeah. You could do something like that. I think that, there, once again, there's a lot of material there. And, and it, it really does lend itself to being a... Uh, uh, a movie i mean let's think about it big budget action movie in space i mean you can't top that it's gonna be fast and furious 10 uh <laughs> i think it would be better than fast and furious 10 i agree i throw that out there. i agree too uh, like i said i'm still convinced that franchise is going there <laughs> so my number one i think nick will be very happy with this pick injustice Snyderverse. i love you so much marry me right now I'm telling you. i love you so much i'm a huge man of steel fan i did not like batman vs superman because i think they tried cramming too many stories yes they did yeah so that's my one drawback with this but give zack snyder the injustice franchise are you familiar with that oh yeah nick love yeah. it give him that series and let him run crazy with it you get the real civil war that we've all wanted to see from dc you know snyder wouldn't pull any punches nope. be honest with can... me be honest with me are you saying that just because you want to watch Henry Cavill rip Jared Leto's heart out in the opening of the movie? I will be there opening day, <laughs> camped to see that. He, uh, Leto's Joker is not my Joker. I'll bring snacks. Yes. <laughs> like, I yes. I just want to see that all retconned and see Henry Cavill just go bananas. Him versus Ben Affleck. You can recast Affleck in it, too. I have no issue with him being Batman. Dude, I am so down for this. I need this to happen now. Please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> like... The minute I heard that they were reactivating the, the Snyder Cut for Justice League, which like I'm excited to see it and what it's actually going to be, but this one I think would be much better and just give him creative freedom so he won't interfere with Matt Reeves' as Batman, which is going to be awesome. Just let him go crazy with this as franchise. Mm -hmm. That'd be... Oh, God. Why do I have no clout in Hollywood? <sighs> if only. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing they're trying to get Affleck to come back, so fingers crossed something is happening. I would right hope here. so, but I mean... Ah, man and in just like an injustice movie would be legitimately a dream because i love superman is by far my favorite superhero like i absolutely love and adore superman but i really really and that's why i love snyder's take on the character because he's not just a boy scout like they they don't just make him like like he has human problems he has human issues and everything like that but i would love to see like i loved smallville like i loved watching smallville even when it when it came on and i loved those silly one-off stories whenever red kryptonite would come in and and clark would go ape shit and go you know do whatever like admit just like give us one movie like one movie with like or even like injustice 2 like the way that injustice 2 ends you know with like superman getting out and like enslaving batman like well the superman ending anyway like dude yeah. forget about it <laughs> Yeah, you could make easy three. I know the game, the the third one's coming out next May if it's still on time, and yeah, let it roll. Trilogy right there. Give it to Snyder. Let him go crazy with it. 
I love you. All other picks are now irrelevant, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh. So what would be your movie then, uh, Nick? What what video game would you want aside from what we've picked? Aside, I mean, there's only one franchise that I want to see done the absolute and pure justice on the big screen, and that's Final Fantasy. Just some kind of Final Fantasy game. Not the spirits within, even though I'm a huge defender of it. Uh, I, I'm mad at it yeah, because I, I it, was paying attention when you guys were talking about that earlier yeah. during the streams. It bankrupted Square, and that's why we have Squeenix now. Squeenix. Thank you very much. Uh, and and like, but just like so many of those games have such epic, just sweeping, grand stories. I mean, it's probably too much to ask to have any of them in in a film format or anything like that, unless it's going to be a film series. But you could probably do like you could take like one game, like a Final Fantasy VII or a Final Fantasy VI or something like that, and you could do like an HBO series, like six to eight seasons, knock it out of the park, like fucking nothing. It'd be it'd be it'd be HBO great. is doing really good with uh, say like his Dark Materials right now. I could see them taking if they wanted to go a little more fantastic, you know, fantasy with that. Maybe I how are you? I'm looking at you, kind of. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could see them doing, say, Final Fantasy Nine. I think is would be easy enough that the casual viewer could watch. It, it's Nine would have all the humor heavy. too. Nine would have a lot of humor added into it as well. That would exactly. that would really really play well with uh, with a lot of audiences that maybe aren't aren't as familiar with it. Steiner alone, just even when I play the game, still is just I I die laughing whenever he freaking jumps up and down, clanking his armor like an idiot. Yep. <laughs> Good, great picks though i mean yeah. there's so many out there that you could also choose uh one of the other ones that i would have is like an honorable mention probably be fallout yeah uh, fall fallout is getting a lot of love in the chat story. yeah but i would have an it's, it's got it's got a more built-in story i feel like you don't have to do too much to that to that mm -hmm. uh, i mean obviously gears of war i think would also be another one if you want over the top action uh, because i mean let's be honest that's that's what the movie you would be getting and it, there's a place for it there's definitely a place in hollywood for for that big action film and uh, that would definitely fill that thirst i mean do you guys have any other honorable mentions G yeah i had gta by tarantino oh 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 my okay. god <laughs> and could you imagine sam jackson just coming back for like a cameo go mother yep. <laughs> it writes itself <laughs> It real, I don't know, man, because uh, I I put so much into this. To this, what other other game could possibly? I don't know. A boy in his blob. Screw it. If you're an old Nintendo fan, <laughs> there you go. We'll say a boy in his blob. So, so wow. I was gonna say, you know, you know what I, you know what I was thinking, but I, I mean, obviously, there's lawsuit and everything involved currently with it. Uh, how about we get the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth the video game for NES version. Of a Friday the Thirteenth movie. That's also a shot off of the horrors of Six. Wow. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, just just purple mass Jason yep. wreaking havoc on ra random camp counselors. Uh, I thought that would be interesting. I don't know if you could do a separate movie. It'd kind of be the same logic as behind the franchise, but mm -hmm. it'd be kind of interesting to see that particular Jason. Uh, even if you want to have some fun, make the killer uh, CGI ape or <laughs> or make a Lawnmower Man in a video game. Oh yeah, you could do that. Oh, that could be man. something. Yeah, I mean, there you go. What what movie never got a video game or a good video game right. that you should get? You know, Lawnmower Man would, would it lends itself to a video game. It wasn't I? Don't, I don't necessarily think it was a great movie, but it lended itself to be a video game. Yep. And I know they made a really crappy version of it into yep. a video game, but that could make a really good video game mm -hmm. if you really did the. Yeah. You know, it's just like the Matrix video games. 
Like they should have been so much better than what they were. Yeah. I mean, it just lends itself. Like there's, there's always that share when you're like, Hey, you know, we can lend ourselves to like what, what you're, where you're supposed to be in the world. And then it just doesn't go that direction. Yeah. I mean the, the one video game that they did have Jada Pinkett in, um, was a nice filler between the movies yes. and it was uh Canon as well. So that was a nice thing. But again, that wasn't a very good, no, yeah, we could do a whole other podcast just on, you know, uh, video game movie tie-ins. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that for another time or another <laughs> live stream for the cure part five exactly because yeah oh my god i don't even know how we would possibly top this next year i don't even want to think about it right now <laughs> i can't we even imagine i mentioned it yesterday when we were talking to those nerds over there as well but i'm telling you and i said it as a joke but then as i thought about it i was like that's actually not a bad idea but you could do a PUBG movie um, it, like i hate PUBG so much but my God in heaven. Yes, give me that thumbs down, Dan. I love you. Uh, you know, but <laughs> you just have a dude, like, the movie opens with a dude, like, waking up on a plane. Like, you know, I know you'd have a lot of similarities with people who were throwing out Battle Royale and all sorts of other different things. And, yeah, it'd have a lot of similarities, but you could just have an action slugfest for, like, an hour and a half. You wake up on the plane, like, that's where the movie starts, drops out, and then you're making your way across this, like, ruined landscape, like, finding all sorts of random stuff. People are shooting at you and whatever. It'd be great. It'd be great. Yeah. You could imagine it there because you could actually cast everybody. You could yeah. literally in that movie cast it because it's just a big, it's like, it's like a modern expendables where you could literally have every, so you could have the rock, you could have, uh, Hemsworth, Terry Crews, Hemsworth, yep. you yep. know, probably put in big Dave Batista. Why not? He's always great in movies. Uh, Love there's, there's a lot of guys, Marky Mark, get him involved somehow. Yeah. Get that star power. It, it'd be, it'd be an interesting movie. That, that's for Definitely sure. I mean, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the game either. I'm with you on that, but or have it'd all, be an interesting movie. All three Chris's on the screen at the same time fighting each other. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> but we, we also have to throw that comedy element in there too. So you know, that's a good put fit in for like a Kevin Hart on the opposite end. You know, the small guy that's always backpacking. Oh on the rock. Lord. What's up dudes. So, uh, uh hi uh, Gerald. Podcasting with me. Justin. So there, there. Gerald finally made it to. Uh, Gerald finally made it to uh, to uh, Herndon. I see. Yes. We just wanted to say hey, and uh, we saw you broke the 15k, and I did bow down to Lloyd Sauce when he arrived. I mean, as you should, sir. As you should. Absolutely. Love you, brother. Look how socially responsible they're being. <laughs> oh, we're, we're socially responsible. If you didn't know, this is all forced perspective. We're like six feet apart. So. <laughs> oh, a little my. Disney magic. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, that's why that's... Oh, I, I messed up my screen. I was like, wait, why? Oh, I had the chat open. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got, you got anything to add over there, Ken? Nah. I think we topped it off. I want my Injustice movie. That's, all, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the takeaway oh, from this. Go. If you're like, I gotta, I gotta go out the winner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dear God, like, give me that. Like, I mean, seriously, like, you have a movie that open number one. I mean, especially people really came around on Cowboy Superman. People really, really love Cowboy Superman now. I think a lot of people weren't as warm on him originally, but I think they really, really love him now. You open a movie with him ripping the heart out of Jared Leto's Joker. It would everybody would just fall in love with Zack Snyder forever yeah. probably <laughs> and and you know leto being such an actor and acting for the sake of acting oh my character gets to die he would be down for it he wouldn't he would have no qualms about it yep 
I love but, it. You know what you also could do? If you really want to double down on it, you could just pick somebody that everybody just naturally hates to be Lois Lane to die before then, too. Yeah, yeah you, you can't to. kill Amy Adams. Killing right, killing right. Amy Adams is going to be her, tough. People will be mad, and that's how the that's that's technically how the movie opens right before. But if you if you if you if you just pick somebody just bad, just somebody that nobody likes, and you're like, okay, she's going to be Lois Lane, and people are like, why? Just be like, wait and see, and just literally two seconds, you know, two seconds into the film, she's you know flown into space and dead. Uh, then then Jared Leto gets his heart ripped out, and so the first five minutes of this film could go down to be the most epic five minutes in movie history, and people will go see it. I, I say get a, a previous Lois Lane actress to portray that role, whether it's uh, Rebecca Romaine from the DCAU or um, from Smallville, even. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities yeah. that can go with it, but yeah, I think it's it's just perfect, especially right now with Cavill talking about coming back and whatever he's going to wind up doing if, if that does to go through and i mean i'd love to see a man of steel too personally but, but you know what snyder needs to do he needs to collect affleck and cavill and leto and he needs to gorilla style just randomly shoot it and then just release like just just shoot that opening scene of you know batman trying to stop superman from killing the joker that's the only thing you need release that online gorilla style like like ryan reynolds did for deadpool mm-hmm. guarantee that gets financing <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, that needs to happen. That would be fantastic. Yeah, because right there, though, is this needs to happen? You got to put the karma out there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now I'm sad because that, that movie doesn't already exist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yet. But as soon as as soon as this uh, Snyder cut comes to HBO Max, the numbers are good. I think Warner Brothers might look into it. Might, Fingers maybe. Hopefully. Well, I'll, I'll, also, let's be honest. If with the money that they're spending for HBO Max, with the twenty million dollars to to reshoot the, sh- the shots missing, you know, you never know. They might be willing to put something together and do their own injustice movie on the side, just for HBO Max. Let them do it. I mean, they're they're putting real money out there to do stuff. I mean, GL's getting on and put up on there. Or- yeah. Also, you have you know, their, their deal with Bad Robot. So I mean, they're 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 spending a lot of money on that HBO Max side to be the king of stream. Yeah. Uh, who who wins? Uh, we do because yeah. we get to watch all the stuff that they put out there. So yes, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like that's a very good possibility. They're looking for content. It's a great it's a great avenue to go in content. And then you don't have to worry about if Ben Affleck signs on to work for you know the DC movies again. You know he's just signing on to work for this that Warner Media side of it, not to you know take over for Robert Pattinson or whoever it should be if they decide to make the movie way down the road. I still, I still think they keep them separate. They're going to let everybody do their own thing. They're not going to try copying Marvel, which is a smart thing. I agree. Right, yeah, that was what got him into trouble that, in the first place. <laughs> What's oh, that? yeah. Yeah, that's what got him into trouble in the first place. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're, 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 it, well, also it's because they expedited it. Like Marvel had the, uh, the, the, the wherewithal to do, we're going to do the slow build. Yeah. So therefore, you know, it's going to be like, okay, so, you know, we go and, you know, take the slow build in and we build the characters and then over 10 years you do it. DC went, okay, we're going to just throw everything in. Like three years in, let's do the big movie together. And, you know, it's it, it was like kind of rushed. Yeah, you yeah know, it was. I, I, com- I kind of... Com- yeah, I, I kind of compare that to uh, when Sony was making Spider-Man films. They always wanted to rush into a Sinister Six film. And yep. that's why those films ended up failing because they'd yep. get to two, three movies in and people are like, well, why are you rushing? And they're like, Sinister Six, Sinister Six, Sinister Six. And that's why we've still never gotten it because they couldn't get to that next movie because they tried to rush everything. If you were to slow build, we would be in a different spot. Now, mind you, I, I'm a big fan of the Tom Holland versions of, of Spider-Man myself. 
but we would have possibly been there sooner even with andrew garfield or even before with toby mcguire if they would have just slowed down especially with the toby mcguire thing because as we know sam raimi wanted to make uh three completely different yeah. than what it was so if they make that movie different there could have been a fourth and with the fourth you would have gotten your sinister six but sony was just like we're gonna do this there you go and and we're back at square one and i think dc did the same playbook you gotta you gotta do a slow roll people want to see a slow roll now mm-hmm. i still contend that uh that, that that batman versus superman if you just take batman out of the movie love batfleck though i do it's legitimately a perfect man of steel sequel and it's an absolutely excellent movie yep uh, yeah because because right then and there you take the dark knight returns part out of the movie mm-hmm. and you just let it be the death of superman yep. which sells itself which here's the thing if you take that out then you can also make a dark knight returns batman movie exactly anyways. because i think affleck is that, that was my biggest thing about affleck i love affleck as batman because i'm a big fan of the dark knight version of batman and batman is just he is great he is the dark knight version i mean yeah they took out some of the other uh stuff that's in the actual script but mm-hmm. Or like I mean the canon for comics, but at the same point in juncture, you still get that feeling of the grizzled vet that's tired of everybody's crap, and that that's the Batman you need. Uh, I've come around a lot more on Batman v Superman. Uh, I find it more entertaining than I originally did. I think I think I, I think a lot of people judge hard on the movie, myself included, because if you wait a month after that movie in real time, we got a way better crossover movie with Civil War. So then you see Marvel go out and you know do hero versus hero, whereas DC did it, and I mean the big takeaway was the cheesy Martha. Why'd you say Martha? Like that, 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 that was the whole like cheesiness that people took away from it. This is still the strangest to... screenwriting decision ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once the safe word kicks Martha. in, everybody's fine. It's just like Justice League. When you, when you finally hit Justice League, not the Snyder Cup, but the version we got, when you hit that, the only cool throwback that I said to that, which is leads out to be at Batman v Superman, is the part where he remembers, like, oh, I remember. Do you bleed? And it's just like amazing to see Superman just badass be like, do you bleed? Like, it's. It's one of those moments where like everything else is forgotten, but that moment, and you're like, okay, well, I I, I dug that. That was badass. And why wasn't there more of that? So hopefully the Snyder Cut gives you more of that. But yeah, I agree. I think that really they should have done two separate films. They should have done Man of Steel's two, uh, continued that route, and then on the other end done Dark a Dark Knight, Dark an Knight introduction to Dark Knight movie before you mix the two of them together. Like I think that I would have been great to see Jeremy Irons a little more as Alfred. Yeah, I thought it was cool yeah. to have him as a badass. And I also like the fact that Ben Affleck looks like Batman. Like he has the jawline of of what what we know as Batman, yep. especially Dark Knight version. Yeah, absolutely. My God, <sighs> I just want that Injustice movie. <laughs> <laughs> See, do we need to give you a hug when we're allowed to? I mean, you're just probably in this right now. <laughs> probably, I'm probably when the live stream for the cure is over. I'm pretty sure I'm probably just going to pull up YouTube and start watching the. Because they they've cut together like people have cut together all the cutscenes from Injustice and Injustice Two into into movies. So I just pop that on the on the old TV and just like pass out. I was just yeah. watching that with the, the Mortal Kombat Eleven aftermath, and let me tell you, wow, yeah, like I don't play a lot of Mortal Kombat anymore, but just the cutscenes and to get uh, Carrie uh, Tagawa actually from the Mortal Kombat movie from twenty years ago to reprise his role and they mocapped him as Shang Tsung, the whole facial structure, it really makes it so much more real. Yeah, and it looks good too. It sounds exactly the same. I mean, oh god, yeah, that's amazing. Well, they can inspire a different movie for that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have the movie in process right now. Well, I mean, obviously everything stopped now, but they they have the they Mortal Kombat Mortal movie that will be yeah. coming out, the new live action okay. one that uh, is rated R and uh, does promise to have fatalities and everything in it as well. 
So they're not watering it down to make it more of a family-friendly no, event. No underground tunnels. No, not to and be weird gyroscopes and <laughs> robot <horror laughs> monsters. <laughs> and bad CGI. Oh, my oh. Lord. Uh, you gentlemen are wonderful. Uh, I, I can't thank you enough for, for closing out the live stream for The Cure as our final guest uh, um, on the air and everything. Uh, can you guys take a, take a couple of moments and, and run around the horn again and uh, just let us know where we can find all of your shows out there on the web? Sure. Uh, you can find the ODPH on OchoDuroParleyHour.com. We're on Apple, Spotify, Pandora, any major podcatcher you can find. Um, and Nick, I just can't say thank you enough for letting us come on and do this. Uh, this topic is very close to my heart because I lost my dad to cancer. Mm -hmm. And actually, the name of Ocho Duro is actually a little nod to him because he's an avid crafts player. So oh. anything we can do to help support cancer and kick its ass. And I mean, thank you to everybody who's given their time and resources this weekend is meant the absolute world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I can, I can shadow that. Well, I'll say, cause we'll start with that moment too. Actually, I also lost my father to cancer. So it was also an honor for me to be here as well. Pay to pay respects to that as well. Uh, also my, my grandmother is a now three time survivor of breast cancer. How so, about that? Uh, she's so Hell that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's a thing to be happy about. So I, I'm more than happy personally to be a part of this and, and will any will be a part of any of this for you guys. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, but to find us entertainment wise, uh, man, I do. I, I, I joke that I am probably the hardest working man in indie podcasting that makes zero money. Because uh, <laughs> uh, let's be honest, we have the three uh, on the three fat nerds podcast network. Uh, just type three fat nerds into any podcatcher. That's where we're at. Uh, we have the uh, flagship show, which is the three FN show. We also have the wrestling show that I do with Ken M. Uh, every week we do a wrestling show talking about the world pro wrestling and then the 3fn show is basically everything about movies tv comic books gaming a little bit of DD stuff all sorts of great stuff on there uh, of course uh, and we have a lot of fun and make a lot of jokes uh then uh on a separate channel we have horror zone 607 i'm the co-host on that and i also produce that and that's all for horror fans so just type in horror zone 607 anywhere and you can find that and of course uh all the links are also on 8122productions.com uh, that's the easiest place to find it. And of course you can join me and uh, Ken now as we've uh, started doing a little bit of live streaming on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash 607 podcast. I got to make sure that's getting out there everywhere. Uh, we will be live streams for wrestling fans. We will be live streaming next Sunday during NXT takeover in your house. So I get a little uh, plug out there for any wrestling fans. And of course, Tom, he's got the laundry list as well. <laughs> oh, I only have, have a bit of it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you've got a honey-do list. I, I know, just have man, a laundry it's... list. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me at youtube.com slash offthecuffgaming. Uh, I feature, like I said, it's a complete React channel. When I'm playing my video games, I play it live, unedited, uncut, unscripted. So when there's a reaction, because we were talking Final Fantasy right now, I'm playing the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And let me tell you, I am slowly working through those 13 chapters, savoring every single moment of that beautiful, beautiful game. But anytime if I pick up, if I put down the game, I do not play it again until I go live again. So it's I'm never apprised of what's going to happen. I'm never going to know what happens. I also am a staff writer with that hashtag show dot com, uh, specializing in Power Rangers and retro writing. So you can definitely check me out on there at that hashtag show dot com. Uh, again, it's YouTube dot com slash off the cuff gaming on occasion i'll hang out with ken be on his show i think this is the start of a beautiful friendship right here as yes, well yes. and anything you guys need me to do i'll be more than happy to join in and to make it a three-peat i also did lose my dad to cancer uh 20 years ago uh, from lung cancer and i had an aunt who passed away from a very in a 
obscure case of brain cancer. So, so this is all for them. And Absolutely. thank you for having us all in here, Ken. Thank you for inviting us to. Uh, thank to, you guys for doing this with to, me. To you know, you know, support everybody here in the six hundred seven. So thank you all so very much, everybody. Again, uh, also, if you want for fun, you can also there's the Facebook off the cuff gaming too. I just thought of that. Yeah, it's all off the cuff gaming. Damn it, <laughs> you gentlemen are wonderful. Swag too. Thank you very much for for just an absolute wonderful conversation. A good 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 stuff. Now I just want that Injustice movie. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys are absolutely absolutely amazing. Thank you so so much again for for making the time to be here to close out the event as our final guest. Thank you very much for purchasing the merch. Uh, I know that Ken got you guys all the all the the travel mugs and everything like that. Love seeing that logo literally anywhere that I possibly can. So, uh, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Thank you guys so, so much for being here. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. It's a, wait, is it, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a typical Southern tier day outside. It looks like so. Yes. Yeah. So it looks beautiful, but it's ice cold. Yes. Pro- wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Have a great day guys. Thank you so much for being Cheers. here. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.